In the Pits now has a Patreon. Whether you want to get directly involved with the show, have a product or brand you want to promote, or just want to show support, In the Pits Patreon has tiers for all levels. Head to patreon.com slash in the pits paintball podcast to check out the supporter, sponsor, and partner tiers. Opening up a Patreon was a level I could never have imagined getting to when starting this show a year ago. And whether I get a thousand subscriptions or not a single one, I'm still super thankful for all of the support I've received from all of you. Enjoy the episode. In the Pits is partnered with Hydra. Designed by players for players, you can outfit yourself in Hydra gear from head to toe. Have confidence that when you make a purchase from Hydra, you are purchasing a well-tested and well-thought-out product. Trusted by several top teams, including first-place semi-pro team PaintballFit.com. I personally recommend their Hydra Black knee pads. Purchases over $100 receive free shipping. Head to Hydra.fit to browse their selection and discover the Hydra mentality. In the Pits is partnered with XTPL Events. The Extreme Tournament Paintball League is a series put on by the Lukau family of Paintball Fit fame that gives the opportunity for players to learn and grow together as a team. Three-man, Challengers and Champions X-Ball, Draft Mech X-Ball, and even U3v3. There's something for everyone at XTPL. Not to mention prize tosses, raffles, and the infamous paintball munching contest. Events happen throughout the year, and the prizes never disappoint. Sign up for an XTPL event today on PB Leagues. In the Pits is partnered with Skull Monkeys Paintball. Equip, engage, excel. In the Pits is partnered with Bem Raps. Behind every mask is a unique and creative player. Tap into it when you order your next custom headpiece. Their Build-A-Band lets you communicate with them one-on-one to make your order just the way you want, all the way down to the color of the stitch. Check out their Instagram, at BemRaps, for drops and build videos of them working on orders. They offer very competitive pricing, so reach out today to get started on your own one-of-a-kind headpiece. In the Pits is partnered with Uno's Jerky. Made right here in the state of Texas by J.C. Lamon, Uno's has some of the best tasting jerky around, and each flavor has ties back to Texas paintball. I personally recommend the Texas Titan flavor. Head to unosjerky.com and use code PITS10, where a portion of every purchase will go back into the Texas paintball scene. In the Pits is partnered with Compete. Compete is a Texas-based brand by Jell Stewart of professional team AC Diesel that provides custom jerseys, pants, headbands, straps, tech shirts, and any other soft goods to help individuals and teams compete at the highest level. Support Texas Paintball and message Compete on Facebook or Instagram and mention In the Pits podcast for 10% off your entire order. In the Pits is sponsored by FU Athletics, created with a purpose and focused on building a better you. We are a brand that matters in your workout, and every purchase gives back to cancer research. Go to thefuathletics.com and use code INTHEPITS25 for 25% off of your order. In the Pits is partnered with Get That Shot. Get That Shot now offers first-in-line photo and video editing, 20% off Get That Shot merch, and 20% off prints to all teams that wear the Get That Shot logo on their jersey. Message getdat underscore shot on Facebook or Instagram to become a getdat shot program team. In the Pits is partnered with Paintball Kumite. Paintball Kumite is a program designed by Colt Roberts of professional team San Antonio X Factor to take paintball players of all ages, experience levels, and skill groups and mold them into champions. The program breaks the game down into small, easy to learn sessions designed to help you master the fundamentals so that you can elevate your game. 
Newcomers to the program get a free one-hour introductory class when mentioning In the Pits. To sign up for a class, message at Paintball Kumite on Instagram. Welcome everyone to episode 54 of In the Pits Paintball Podcast. This podcast is focused on everything that has to do with the paintball scene here in Texas, from professional players and teams to new divisional programs, local tournament series, field owners, Texas-based brands, even photographers and videographers. Every week we'll have a short and sweet episode with a new topic and a new special guest. I'm Christian Smith, I'm a player for the Texas Titans, and this episode we are going in the pits with Adon Guetta of AFG Filming. Adon, how are you doing this evening? Pretty well. How about yourself? Dude, I'm doing good. Uh, starting off year two with a bang. AFG filming has been on like the very quick rise this season since you uh, uh, took a step back from playing to really focus on it. I think the efforts are starting to really pay off. So uh, I'm excited to get to hear your story. Awesome. So uh, share it. Awesome. So let's start out with uh, this first question. So uh, this is brought to us by XTPL Events. So for those listening that maybe don't know about you, how long have you been involved in the Texas paintball scene? And what are some teams that you've played for over the years? Okay, so that has to take me back to like seven years ago. Um, as far as like tournament wise, this has to be like six years ago. But I play for the organization of Anonymous, which is a uh, team in Laredo in my home city that play off of Weekend Warrior Paintball and in the Titans program here in San Antonio X Factor. Sweet. So tell us like, and, and this question is brought to us by Skull Monkeys Paintball. What was it that got you into playing paintball in the first place? Uh, so me and my brother, um, my dad was telling us that we have to do something in the weekend. and He's like, let's go try paintball. And me and him went to go play paintball once and we just got hooked, both of us. And I just remember myself being a little smug, like getting a <laughs> rental and shooting my first ball. And that's, that just bring, brought me joy. I don't know. It just hooked me on. I wanted to keep advancing and playing more paintball. Dude, the bug is real. It's yeah. very powerful, especially now. Like, like ima- I'm imagining now that we have like the rental fleet of like Emacs are like the standard for rentals now. Like imagine if we had that, like, 10 years sooner when a lot of the current players were in like there would be so many more players it's insane oh yeah for sure i would i would actually would have like if emix were around like back then i probably would have invested myself into one of those oh yeah they're solid in fact i have one in my closet over there i busted out uh, whenever valhalla comes around for the mech days all right nice oh yeah uh, so this next question is brought to us by Uno's Jerky. Head to unosjerky.com, use code PITS10. So uh, throughout your, what, seven or so years in paintball, in the Texas paintball scene, what are some things that you've noticed have changed over time, either better or for worse? Hmm. As far as, like, because back then I would watch, like, I don't know, I remember myself, like, Saturday night, going to Sunday night. I'd be cleaning my gun. I'd be up to 2 a.m. watching um like nxl videos and like just footage of like pro players like the whole matches and it just like brought butterflies in me all night while i was cleaning my gun getting ready for sunday morning wake up 8 a.m sleep deprived deprived and like ready to go play and as far as that i think the media coverage is like just out of the world lately like everything's being captured there's so many photographers that I personally have not met and I've never heard of, but I'm 
hoping to meet him one day and get to know them. Dude, for real, uh, this is definitely a golden age in paintball media. Like even just in the last, what, three years since like post COVID, it's insane how many photographers and videographers have bursted onto the scene. And I, I wonder like how much of that is aided by like the new shorts format that has come out over the last year or two. Like, do you do a lot of shorts in your content? Or are you pretty much just photos and videos? I, I don't really do photos. And, like, I mean, I don't do shorts. I like to do raw footage, which is like, just like a whole point spread. I, I don't know. I just feel like instead of like, it helps the player when they're seeing the video after a tournament, realize what they did mistakes in the point and what they can improve on. And that's beneficial for me. And, and sometimes I'll make them into shorts and reels. I try to post them, but I just, sometimes it, life gets in the way and i just can't but i'm gonna try i'm gonna try harder to post them out there more i know there's some good raw footage and some like good shorts to post up and yeah i think i think shorts are not my thing yet but as far as right now i think raw footage is my go-to right now well, there's definitely a place for that raw footage. Like there's there's different places for the different types of content. Like the raw footage just to watch on a more practical purpose is definitely super helpful. Uh, I know talking with Brian uh, over at Verbal, he said that shorts are really for like popularity and, and growing your audience. But uh, the, the raw footage and the longer form content is really where it's at as far as, uh, you know, getting to like the monetization type, uh, of conversation. But, uh, I mean that raw footage definitely has its place and, you know, if that's your thing, I don't think you should go away from it because you're definitely, uh, you've definitely made your name, uh, through the raw footage and through like the weekly stuff that we get from you. And it's awesome that we get it. So, uh, let's talk a little bit more about your history as a player. So you've been playing tournaments since you were what, like 15 years old? Yeah, right around there. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's like, you know, that's what, six or seven years now playing tournaments. That's not a short time in the game, but even through those six or seven years, you've only ever played for two organizations, which are the anonymous camp and the Texas Titans anonymous, which uh, I'm assuming is a little bit more local to you. And then the Titans, you know, requiring a little bit more of a commute, at least until you graduated high school and moved to uh, San Marcos for college. So what were some of the, like, what were some of the things that you took away from each organization? As far as anonymous, I mean, it was local. I, Respect for those guys. I love those guys. They're like family to me. Um, but they taught me everything new to this point. Like they taught me how to like fundamentals, basic fundamentals. And then at some point I knew when I graduated high school, I'm like, I know I have to move. And when I saw the ad for Texas Titans popping up, I'm like, I'd want to move to that team closer where I'm going to be at. An organization that could actually help me like, improve and like keep going both of them amazing teammates amazing organizations both of them run really well i uh, got a shout out to christian chris uh chris and dylan both they're both the uh, owners of the teams the organizations chris being for anonymous and dylan for being the texas titans organization owners and they just both are really humble and really good guys to just have a communication and talk to as far as paintball and anything 
in general. Yeah, for sure. And Anonymous is definitely a solid organization. And I know like the Texas Titans have definitely had a lot of success, but so is Anonymous. They're, you know, they're usually found in the playoff rounds at USXBL events. And they're not like, they are not a pushover team by any means. They are a very tough team to go up against. So I, uh, You've been. I, I'm. I'm a little bit jealous at how uh, fortunate you've been to start off with a camp as, you know, as storied and as uh, solid, like solid structure is anonymous, and then uh, come right to the Titans. Uh, just your first two. You you're definitely very lucky to be a part of those two organizations. So, um, throughout those six or seven years of playing, uh, wrapping up your history as a player, uh, do you have a single favorite moment? Oh, my first win. I can always play that back. Mm-hmm. I, I thought you were going to say win. that. Yeah. When we went to Houston, that that uh, USXPO Houston Open, that going running into Snake 50 off break, shooting everyone in the back, and then just being on the other side of the field, calling kill five, just brought joy to me every time. I actually went back and watched. Uh, so with that event, which was the uh, GCS USXBL in, I want to say mid-June or beginning of July, uh, back in 2021, no, 2022. And that, I want to say it was 2020. I, I can't remember if it was, no, it was two years ago. So it would have been 2021 uh, summer. And on YouTube, on the Texas Titans channel, I actually have the footage of every single match the Texas Titans played in that event because uh, the the uh, league owners were uh, gracious enough to let me set up the GoPro in the tower for that. And Adon, he he put the team on his back a little bit, uh, especially in the finals. Uh, it was the, I want to say it was the Philly layout where it was kind of like the triangle snake and we just needed someone that was like, hey, how you win this match is you go to the 50 snake and you wrap and you shoot everybody. And Adon, he just, he was like, all right, I'm going to go to the 50 snake. I'm going to wrap and shoot everybody. And he, uh, that was a very, very impressive tournament win from you. And it was awesome to have your parents there for that win as well. Uh, and I think that was like, what, two or three weeks after the Titans won that first Bunker Fest event in Round Rock. So that was a good little period for the Titans. Yeah, I I just remember that for that tournament because at the beginning of the tournament I wasn't doing that great. I was getting shot off break and I just couldn't wrap it around like the layout. Alex was subbing in for me most of the point, and we just the second half of the event. I was just like I gotta get like my A game on and like win this. I can't let down. And I had to, and we won. Dude, Sunday paintball is different than prelim paintball. Prelims, it's like it's a little bit more about running up the score, getting the good point spread. And uh, Sunday paintball playoff paintball is just mistake free. And you definitely were uh, the man of the hour in that finals match. Uh, shout out to who is it? Shout out to Leo for the triple hopper dump uh, in the <laughs> final point. <laughs> yeah, I remember the the last point where we won and everyone was doing their own like celebration. Is it was fun. A good moment to to always go back to remember with, with the Titans boys. Yeah, I I just remember like we won the last point to hang the mercy rule point, won at five alive, and then Leo uh, hopper dumps, 
reloads, hopper dumps, reloads, hopper dumps. And on the third hopper dump, uh, the ref threw a major. And <laughs> uh, it pulled Bergs. I remember Bergs was not happy about that at all. <laughs> he was like, I can't, man. That moment, that moment was just funny. I, I, I just couldn't, like, I started laughing under a mask. You couldn't see it, but mm. I was just laughing because he was walking angrily out with Leo. But they oh, yeah. were both happy because we won. So I, they put it past. And then you and you and Justin were just uh you just sat down crisscross on the field because you didn't I guess you didn't want to hang in. I don't know, but uh you were just sitting on the field. I want to say there was like a good three or four minutes left on the clock and you just sat down on the field and waited for time to expire. It was the most like disrespectful thing I think I've ever seen. Well, you see, the thing is at, at that point I didn't know if we're like that was the last, last point. So I was like, I'm just going to wait for them to mercy. But, and then after a while, I don't know who else was on the field. I think, I think Justin was there. He's like, let's just hang it. I'm like, we could have hanged it this whole time. We're just <laughs> sitting in the sun baking. <laughs> but yeah, it was a fun event. Loved it. Definitely. So uh, let's look at the chat real quick. Let's see. Brandon Ortega says Leo is a savage. <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. Uh all right, uh, continuing on. So you started taking photos and posting under your page AFG Filming in January of 2019. So getting into that, had you already like been taking photos as a hobby or was paintball photography your first experience behind the camera? Uh, it was be- my first experience behind the camera. So there's a story behind that. So... In Laredo, the paintball community there, it was small, but it was really reliable. As in, like, the players were there committed, and they they really wanted to improve the game. And it just hit me that we didn't have a photographer. There's when the media would have started, like, picking up a little bit. And then I was like, I'm just going to, my mom has a camera, and I'm like, I'm just going to take it to the field, take some pictures, create some memories so people can remember these moments. And that's how it's been so far. Just I've been keeping that like memory, memory creating and like having something and co- go back and remember those days, those moments I had in those past years. Sweet. So was that pretty much like wanting to fill those shoes? Was that pretty much what made you want to get into paintball, paintball photography to begin with? Yeah, it's just like creating the, the memories, creating some bonds and having something like look back to and people look looking back and like, Oh, I remember this time we played and this happened and it's just, it was different. Like, I don't know. It just brought a joy to me to just take pictures and create those memories. Well, uh, people like you that are out there just taking photos of practice. That's, that's so awesome that uh, you do that. Cause it's a, you're not getting to play like you're you're taking a backseat from playing in order to just take photos. B, you still get shot. In fact, you get shot more than if you're actually playing. C, it's a it's a, you know, not insignificant risk to your equipment. So and then on top of that, like half the time you're you're not getting any compensation for it. You're just taking photos and you're just posting it for people. So uh, like we really appreciate you uh, everybody else that is out there, like I know, uh, Titans, I uh, have, I want to say her name's Mingo. It's uh, Julius's girlfriend or, or wife. I'm not, 
Woods, and uh, she's been out there <clears throat> taking photos and just posting them. Uh, you know, people like her, people like yourself, people like uh, a couple of others out there that just, uh, you know, they they capture them the week to week moments for us. So that's uh, we really appreciate y'all for that. Um, so this <laughs> in the chat real quick. Uh, Lockery has uh, says Adon has the receipts. He's caught me cheating more than refs do. Hey man, the camera catches it. Don't cheat. <laughs> But you got away with it. That's 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 something to speak on. Mm-hmm. Camera don't lie though. Uh, so question from Brandon Ortega of BEM or of BEMRAP. Sorry. Uh, his question for you is: Early on, what was your most favorite or memorable video or photo or montage? Oh, that's a really good question. Um. Hmm, I have no idea. Like, I don't, there's a lot, but I don't know. There's, there's moments where like you'd see someone running down the moment, but recently there is that bunker fest running down where, um, it was a gunner versus FSU. And I just remember like all the camera media covers, we didn't capture it all, but Enrique did. So we were all running to him to see the footage. And it was just, awesome to see all the media guys like just come like having a passion for it and enjoying it and like just getting along to see something that happened in the field that we couldn't get all could have gotten it was just an awesome thing to see to realize that they're all there to do the same thing and they all enjoy the passion you do and it's just it's just fun yeah, it's it's impressive and it it's awesome that uh the media members, especially in the Texas paintball scene, they're so collaborative with each other. Like it's not that, oh, you're gonna take business away from me. I'm gonna you know, there's not any trade secrets or anything like that. You're all pretty open with sharing things like uh like camera settings, uh what equipment to get, where to stand, things like that. And uh yeah, that that moment at Bunkerfest was definitely uh, definitely a crazy one. And it was, it was cool watching all of the different angles from like Brian, from Dan. Uh, I think Yosh caught it as well. I, I don't know if you were able to capture that one, but it was, it was insane. Yeah. And, uh, I was capturing it, but at the moment, um, the, there was like bunkers on my way. And then there's a ref that stepped right in front of me. So I was like, uh, man. <laughs> I did not capture the moment, but it was cool seeing it from Enrique's perspective, and it was mm-hmm. it was badass. Yeah, I mean, you get you get front row seats for all of that, right? Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, this next question is brought to us by Paintball Kumite, which is Colt Roberts' training regimen. Uh, so, what are some of the ways that you have improved your craft over the years? So, either uh, like how you practice taking photos. Uh, investing into better equipment, collaborating with other paintball photographers, or maybe even like in your uh, editing and posts, like what are some of the different ways that you have improved your craft over time? Um, so as far as like upgrading equipment, I've upgraded my equipment this year frequently a lot. Like there's there's a point where I think I've reached where you get out of your equipment as most as you can and there's no other way but upgrading as far as it goes um 
but it it is a hefty price on the camera equipment. But knowing that you know it pays it pays itself, and you're just there to create the memories. It's, it's just better feeling than anything. And as far as like improving and its skills, um, it's just trying out angles and seeing what works and what doesn't. I sometimes I get back from tournament and then I'm like, oh, that didn't work, but this did, and I'll do it the next event, and then I'll, I'll improve from there, from that angle to a better angle, and just go from there. As far as collaborations, um, I just it's just fun making like having those moments with the media family and like having conversations and like asking opinions and sharing some stuff and like 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 for example settings and like what's what's next on the upgrade lists it's just it's just good to like to have those supports there in as part of as far as the media coverage goes mm-hmm. who are some of the people that you've uh that have helped you out along the way i got a shout out to get that shot for sure He's helped me a lot as far as his photography. I know in my early years, it was uh, Yoast Designs. He was helping me out with my, my uh, settings back in like 2019. And um, as far as Enrique was helping me out this past bunker fest with settings on like the new camera, the FX30 and Shelda. He's a genuine man. You have to meet him. He's he's a t- totally cool guy. Love that guy. And it, all the other media family that I've met over the years, like in NXL and Bunker Fairs and all that, pretty chill guys. You just get to talk to them. They'll respond. They won't bite. Definitely. Uh, shout out to Dan Shelley of Shelda. Uh, he's He's been uh, promoting the hell out of this episode, and he, he was very excited. I know he said he uh, couldn't tune in live, but uh, Dan, we appreciate you. Um, yeah, shout out to... Josh Lenhard of Yosh Design. Shout out to Carlos of Get That Shot. Um, yeah, there's just uh, there's so many now. Like I remember a couple of years ago when it was just Yosh Designs. He yeah. he seemed to be like the only one. And then you had like I think there was like Countdown Media who was kind of on and off, but it seemed like Yosh was the main guy. And now there's just uh, so many different members in Texas. It's awesome to see. Uh, so tell us about I guess your equipment. Like what uh. What is your, like, what body, what lens, what are you running right now? And what software as well? As far as right now, I just recently upgraded to Sony A1. And as far as lens, it's a 7 to 200 millimeter Master G uh, GM1. Uh, and it, it's just a beast of a setup. Um, I remember when I started, it was a 6100 with a 7 to 200 hit lens. And as I said, you just once you like master it or someone master it, you, you get to prove. And like, it's just, it's a badass camera, the one that I have right now. It's It's been a, a step that requires levels to get through. And I'm thankful to get to it to now be yeah, able to reach it. Definitely. And this isn't the first time that I'm hearing about the Sony A1. Is that pretty much like the, the standard body that most photographers are using right now? As far as right now, yeah, just because it is a a sports camera, shooting thirty frames per second, and Sony being really good with low light situations, 
It's just a beast of a camera. It's a hefty price, but it's really worth it if you really want to master your your craftsman. But it, I know it's a it's an expensive price, and it just takes time to get there. But anyone can do it. Sweet. Uh, do you think that thirty FPS is the way to go right now, or do you think like we'll start to see some really cool things once you start getting into like the sixty and one twenty FPS? Um. As far as the 60, well, you see for video, it's like 60 FPS. I'm, I'm, this camera can shoot 4K 60 FPS, and I think it can shoot up to 120. But as far as the 60 FPS, it's, it would, you would be seeing more 4K 60 FPS out of me coming in this, the, from now on. But as far as the pictures, I think it's just 30 FPS, just because that's what, it can take on the camera. Well, sweet. We're excited for that 4K 60 FPS. That's going to be awesome. Uh, so this uh, next question brought to us by Bem Raps. Uh, do you have any advice for someone wanting to get into paintball photography or videography? It's all trial and error. You have to try to make mistakes to come back and realize what you did wrong and then go back and trying it again. You you make adjustments, minor adjustments. It I don't think there's anyone out there that just picked up a camera and started being amazing with it. It's it's trial and error, it really is. Everyone has their backstories. They they've come down from something small to come to a bigger camera and like knowing their stuff, settings and all that. It it takes us time. But anyone can do it. Sweet. And speaking of anybody, like anybody can do it. Anybody can get into it. Uh, this question is brought to us by FU Athletics. Go to the fuathletics.com. Use code in the pits 25 for 25% off of your order. So what are some, like what equipment would you recommend for a beginner? Or do you think that a cell phone camera is good enough to get started? I think that's, I mean, at first I started with a phone. You get to make your settings adjustments and you just adjust the shit out of it and like start like taking pictures and once you get more into it you fall in love with it and you start upgrading your equipment but you can totally do it with your phone there's no need to be investing so much money into a camera when you can do something with your phone settings as far as settings go on your phone i'd recommend as far as i know i think raw pictures is the most you can get out of it and for video, there's a, there's settings that you can switch to 4K, 30 frames, and stuff like that. Especially with these new phones coming out. Yeah, some of the the phones that are on these, or some of the cameras that are on these phones are like are crazy now. Uh, it's it's incredible that like I think there are some phones that can shoot in 3D now. Which oh, that's crazy. Yeah, man. Uh, like, no, yeah, the the cameras on phones have definitely been picking up lately. It's crazy. It's, I feel like they're going to take us out of business one day. <laughs> <laughs> they might. Uh, and I mean, it's it's cool that you have so much power just in your phone nowadays. But uh, tell us a little bit more about the settings. Like if someone were to get started on their phone, like what are the settings that they need to be looking at? Like contrast, brightness, things like that. So as far as um, phone settings, if you go into your settings, you should be able to look in your camera settings and you should be able to look into your phone and see that you could click either jpeg or raw or h e i c 
And if there's a raw, I would recommend raw because you get the most me- megapixels out of it as far as the ca- the picture taken. And I know there's a live option on your phone, but you could also do live and it would stop whenever you take a live picture. It takes a small little clip. When you go to edit that, that picture, it shows you like a, f- a section of like 10 frames, 10 different pictures in that one picture. And you can stop it at any point wherever you like where it took the best picture. So these phones are like programmed to where it would stop at the picture where where it captured the best picture as far as that live feed goes. But as far as video, you can also go back into your camera settings and I'd recommend going 4K just because you get the most resolution out of it and you can shoot 30 frames per second on it. So it won't probably be the best when you zoom in, but it's definitely an upgrade from normal, just clicking the button straight out, pulling it out of your pocket. So I actually pulled up my uh, phone settings and uh, what Don's talking about as far as uh, shooting in RAW. Uh, so that's under the, I think it's under the photo format. Let me see if I can find it again. Uh, yeah, so it's under picture format for me. And the options are either high efficiency pictures, which is um, it's it's more for like data, like cutting down on storage space, or you could uh, shoot raw copies, which uh, uh, Don's saying that is the highest quality there. So that's what you're looking for. Uh, so sweet. Um, so kind of moving forward, uh, and anybody that's listening in the chat here, uh, go ahead and get your questions in now. And we're just going to ask them as we kind of get to them. Uh, one question from uh, Locke Ree. His question is, have you thought about using AI products or tools to improve different aspects of creating content? So, yeah, this new AI programs are coming in and they're just blowing my mind of what they can do. Like Photoshop, you can Photoshop a whole picture and change the whole background just by clicking, um, typing in what you want selecting the the whatever the area you want and switching it out with typing in the whatever you would like to insert or replace as far as the ai for videos there's this new um this new adobe i forgot it's called firefly i think it's what it's called and you it can legit you put in the clips and it would edit anything you type in to edit for example if you were to put in the raw footage and then you just put edit and take off boring clips it would just shrink it all together if you wish to add a music it would, you could just uh like type in add in electric music and it would add in the electrical music in there select the best option for the video it just blows my mind of how much ai has improved in the past like few years and how much it's come to where you can do basically anything by typing in the smallest words Come bringing your ideas to like actual like your standards. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a lot of work that you're cutting out if you're able to uh, use those tools. And I wonder how how quickly AI will continue to uh, like improve the quality uh, and the turnaround time. More importantly, of uh, content. And I wonder, like, do you know of anybody that's already using those tools, or do you yourself use those tools? As of right now, I don't. Firefly is, has not been released, so I can't really do that one yet. As far as uh, um, Photoshop AI, I haven't just because it 
it just takes so much time. I'd rather just do it manually through uh, Adobe Lightroom and do it myself. Whereas in also there's this new um there's a new setting where in in um you could in Lightroom where you could um increase the quality of the picture. It just brings like the dots or the the little spectacles on the picture to come out more detailed. It's just it's just impressing. I just fascinated by it. So what you're saying is we can enhance. Exactly. <laughs> enhance. Oh, it's the time is now. The technology is here. Sweet. <laughs> no longer is it a meme. All right. Uh, so this question is brought to us by Hydra. So this year you decided to take a step back from playing in order to really grow your page. And you've really made huge strides in both the quality of your content as well as the number of teams that are booking booking you for events. So how uh, how would you say the season has gone for you so far? So far, it's been going great. Uh, I've been improving a lot. I've been putting more time into it. Um, this this past semester was able allowing me to be able to put in more time and effort into it. And me just realizing that the more you put in, the more it comes out and the better. So it's just time and effort into it. It just takes time. But as far as like I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's it's just time consuming. Yeah. I mean, all all good things take time. But uh you've definitely been putting in the time and uh the product shows. I I know that how many how many teams did you have that booked you at the last Bunker Fest event? Was it like six teams? Uh, I I think I'd like to say five to six teams, yeah. It was it's I mean, I just gotta say thanks to all the supporters and everyone that books me at these events. If if it wasn't for them or for anyone, I wouldn't be out there. But I really appreciate it for the booking and and I try to make the most out of those bookings to support them and give them as much as I can into them and turn them in as fast as possible, making sure they they get what they're paying for as far as that coverage goes. For sure. Uh, and, I mean, we got to support our boy, especially especially you local X-Factor teams. We got to support our boy. I know that uh, Titans book you. I think Ruthless booked you at... What was it? Either Bunkerfest or NXL, right? NXL, yes. NXL, and then I know Innocent Bystanders booked you as well. So, uh, yeah, let's keep supporting our local talent. Uh, so another thing that is that I mean, you you just said it just now. Like you're doing this all while you're going to college at Texas State. So, what is what is your major that uh, you're in right now? I am. I have a major in um, civil engineering and a minor in art okay cool so are you using like is your minor in art are you able to use any of your photography skills yeah so this past semester i took a class on that but it was just a basic um filler class but this coming up semester i'm actually going to do uh art studio which is allowing me to get more into the photography and more into like the computer side of it and editing and stuff like that. So I'm doing it to improve and like hopefully bring that improvement into the paintball community and oh. use it here. 
Nice. Yeah. I didn't realize that you were able to uh, do that out, like do your photography stuff outside of paintball. So do you, I guess, besides in your coursework, do you do any other photography outside of paintball? Uh, so lately I've been trying to get into like uh, the cars scenario, whereas in like rollers and videos and stuff like that. And uh, it's, it's, it's kind of hard just cause there's that, uh, there's that risk. You take the big risk of doing the car, but I've been trying to deal with it. And like, it's hard, it's hard to like go jumping from like one thing you've mastered into something totally different. It's, it's just going to take me time, but I will get there eventually. Hopefully make it worth Sweet. my while. Sweet. And how has that, uh, been balancing, uh, balancing school with photography and with paintball in general oh i mean it's endless hours sometimes I, there's like i go to sleep at 2 a.m i have to wake up at a.m for my morning classes or sometimes it just gets home from a tournament go straight to bed because in the morning i have to get up to go to my next class and sometimes i have an exam right after a tournament and it's just it's it's a lot to deal with, but it's very manageable. Just sometimes I do ask like the teams, like I hey I have an exam this this week. I might have to take a little longer in the editing, but I'll send some previews over to you guys, and I'll get them as soon as possible. But it's it's I just like I said, I love the support that I get from the teams that book me, and first of all from booking me and supporting me. That's just very grateful for it. Well, uh, I can personally attest that you are one that definitely uh, manages your time well and you still stay committed to the grind and you're not one to make excuses saying, oh, I can't do this this weekend. Like I remember, I want to say it was for a layout weekend uh, for USXBL that you were like, hey guys, uh, I'm, I'll be there Sunday. Like we were doing like a Saturday, Sunday, I want to say. Uh, and for the second, either the first or the second layout weekend for USXBL. And you're like, Hey guys, I won't be there for the Saturday. Uh, I have my senior prom and yeah. I was like, bro, like, don't e like, don't even sweat that. Like go, go enjoy your prom. Like paintball will be here when you get back, go have fun. But, uh, yeah. And you, uh, you know, you still made the other layout weekend both days and, uh, you are definitely one that, uh, that, that grinds. So we notice that everybody notices that. And I think that it's, I mean, it's shows in how quickly your photography game has uh, risen. And I think that it's going to like continue to the top. Uh, so, yeah, uh, another question for you is, uh, do you think like kind of speaking back to your paintball, like as a player, uh, do you think you'll eventually make a return to competing on the field? Or do you think uh, being a media member is your new focus? Uh, to be honest, I think I would actually go back to one one day, not fully like go play a tournament or or two for a season. But for now, my main focus is photography. But I would love to go back to playing paintball. Um, as far as right now, I really can't just because managing school with like the bills for paintball, we knowing that it's very expensive to play paintball sometimes and it gets hard. But for right now, I think just taking pictures is my go-to right now but i would love to like i miss playing paintball i have my gear always ready on me and ready to play some but sometimes i can't just i just can't drop the camera 
Yeah, we're gonna have to get you in. Uh, like you're definitely a solid paintball player. I mean, I like if we can get you back in, especially in the snake for us. Like I'll, I'll take it. So uh, we'll get you back in. But uh, you know, you're doing really great things behind the camera. So uh, definitely keep that up. Uh, questions. Let's look at our chat for some of the questions that we have here. Uh, so. This question is from Gustavo Gutierrez. Uh, he says, he asks, uh, tell us about your first paintball experience. My first paintball experience, it was back in Laredo. Um, I was middle schooler, scrawny, like just picking up my first gun, like playing and like, like I was there with my family. It was, I, I'm pretty sure my, my cousin was there, my brother was there, my dad was there, and we went to go play paintball. And it was just fun having something to bond with them and something like come in and just have a good time on the weekends instead of like cleaning the backyard or something. <laughs> but having to just shoot other people in the face is just amazing. It's just, it brings a joy. <laughs> Yes, it does. Uh, and you've definitely been doing a lot of it. Uh, let's see. This question, uh, you didn't escape it either. Uh, this question is from Lock Ree. Who's your favorite Titan? Oof. I can't say. Uh, come on, man. You can't, you can't give us that. You got to everybody. I, actually, I don't know if Dylan uh, got asked this question, but I got asked a question. And then uh, Damon and Ruben got asked a question. So you got to answer it too, homie. Who's your favorite Titan? I love, I mean, man, I love all the guys from the organization. They're really nice guys. But I think the first guy I met was Sal at the tryouts. Sal was a good guy, but I'd say Dylan. Dylan has, like, always had that communication with me. I was always able to, like, communicate with him and have a good time. And every time I talk to him, it's just knowledge over paintball and anything just live in general he's humble and he's just a great guy and it's, it's, he's a beast behind the gun so if you play him one v ones it's, it's definitely a good good drill day if you're going up against dylan definitely yeah uh solid answer shout out to sal uh, i know he hasn't been around for a minute but i uh, hope you're hope you're doing well let's see <laughs> Uh, question from Jose Guerra. He asks, who is your favorite anonymous player? And part two of his <laughs> part two of uh, Jose's question is, and why is it Mario? So Jose Guerra is actually my brother from anonymous. And I'd have to say my brother, <laughs> just because he's the one that got me into the sport. And just he's the one that always would push me to go play paintball. He'd, he'd always, every time I remember we'd go to the Dallas events at USXBO and he'd be driving and, and we'd just like have that bond of paintball with your brother and you couldn't ask for anything better. Just having to like, you know, it's, it's, it's just awesome, amazing to have like a bond with your brother or something. And it's, it's just wholesome and it, it's always never forgettable. Definitely. Yeah, that's awesome that you get to play with your brother. Uh, Pat is insistent that I finish this question, so I'm sure you can see it in the chat as well. But his, his full question was, who's your favorite Titan and why is it Thomas? Uh, 
Yeah, I'll, I'll just let you comment on that one. He's just jealous. <laughs> Thomas is a beast in the snake. Yes, he is. Pat, Pat is a gun dominance guy. And I remember when, when I came into the tight ends and started recording, Pat was always the one making good moves, play moves. And he still is. And I think Thomas just he just uh has a hair flow as as Pat just says. Mm-hmm. His hair flow is better. So Pat gotta pick up that hair game, bro. Come on. There it is. There it is. All right. So uh this question is brought to us by Get Dat Shot, who has a new Shopify page. So check it out at getdatshot.myshopify.com. Uh, so this is a question I ask everybody that comes on. Are there any Texas-based teams, players, brands, or projects that have caught your attention lately? Who do you think deserves more recognition for what they're doing? Hmm. Recognition. Like I said, all the medias that are out there, there's a lot of unknown names that are out there. But as far as Texas-based products... Mm, Uno's jerky has been out there grinding this year as well as he's just been out there putting in good products everyone loves it and gotta shout shout him out just cause he's a really good friend of mine and he's always has family into this and I feel like every time I'm with him or with his family I feel part of his family as well and he's just an awesome guy gotta if you guys have not tried his jerky, his meat, put your meat in his, put his, put his meat in your mouth and you'll, you'll see why. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. His jerky is just out of this world. Yes, yeah, sir. It's, uh, yeah. Shout out to JC. Uh, shout out to the Lamon family. Uh, they actually just came out, uh, to you, to X factor this past weekend. We got to see them. Uh, it was great seeing y'all. They cooked for us. It was excellent. Uh, so let's see. Looking at the chat, I think, yep. Uh, seconding that Uno's Jerky shout out, yep. Uh, definitely deserves it. Let me make sure we didn't miss anything out else. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of love for you in the chat. Uh, thank you, yeah. everybody. Um, I, know, I, know, I know Jose always puts his meat, in, his meat in his mouth. That's why he loves it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right. So this question is brought to us by Compete. Message him on Facebook or Instagram and mention In The Pits for 10% off of your order of soft goods. So, Adon, thank you so much for your time. Do you have any last shout-outs or things you'd like to say before we sign off? I got a shout-out to all my supporters and everyone that's booked me in the past events or in the future to come. I know there's a lot of a lot of um, respect that has to be going to the field owners and team owners, organization owners. They've they didn't have those fields for you to play in there or for us to go and take pictures at those fields. There wouldn't be paintball. There's just, just so much respect to give to them for having to deal with a lot of stuff, not just being able to own it, but responsibility on having those fields to keep running and going and dealing with all the different teams coming in. And it's just, it's just something that has to be said and, those those team team owners you guys are doing amazing work and not enough respect is going out to you guys and gotta gotta 
shout out to my girlfriend for supporting me every time and my family for supporting me so much and my friends since i've started they've always been supporting dealing with me not having time to hang out or do something because i have paintball events and it's just i just gotta appreciate them and shout out to them absolutely uh real quick adon uh will you be uh shooting at the upcoming usxbl and uh how can teams reach out to you if you are uh i will be shooting at the usxbl and the future usxbls um they could message me through instagram preferably but you can also message me through facebook or any social media and i will reach out as soon as possible um we can work a deal just let me know message me for prices and i'll let you know what's on the table and we can work something out sweet and uh same thing for bunker fest any other series that you're shooting yes i i will be shooting bunker fest as well and hopefully nxl world cup and i will be out there hopefully see you guys soon absolutely yeah y'all uh go do not hesitate to book a don if you're looking for coverage all right so that does it thank you excuse me thank you everybody so much for tuning in be sure to go follow a don that's at a dot f dot g underscore filming on instagram what other guests would y'all like to see on the show be sure to leave a comment down below and while you're at it hit that subscribe button the show goes live weekly here on youtube.com slash at in the pits maywell podcast and recordings are posted to youtube amazon apple Podcasts, and spotify the next day shout out to my partner and sponsor to your subscribers on patreon fu athletics get that so- get that shot paintball kumite compete bem wraps skull monkeys paintball uno's jerky hydra and xtpl events we will see you guys next week for episode 55 where we're going to have jonathan chavez of paintballfit.com uh coming off of an mvp performance it and the nxl mid-atlantic major uh and y'all stay tuned for the july episode schedule adon thank you so much for your time thank you